If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make your podcast. Let me tell you why. First of all, it's free. You pay no fee whatsoever. It's absolutely, totally free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And most of all, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more platforms. Well, the most important thing is that you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. Well, what are you waiting for? Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M. What are you waiting for? Go ahead and subscribe and make your own podcast. It's free. Welcome to this new episode of the podcast Self-Evolution Regardless. I'm your host, Maramber Homa, and I welcome you to listen to this podcast about narcissism in general, toxic relationships, and ways to deal with them and to save ourselves, but most importantly, seek self-evolution regardless of the abuse. I hope you enjoy and find this episode and the upcoming ones enjoyable and insightful in any way shape or form and i thank you very much for listening now let's get started as annoying as this may sound there are people around us who seem to have this obligation of um seeking the satisfaction and pleasure of others um at the expense of theirs now, I don't want to be some kind of a psychiatrist and determine that these people are mentally in- ill in any way, shape, or form. But it's because um, it's extremely painful to be in the situation where someone is the yes man. When clearly, deep inside, they don't want to be. And clearly, among the personality traits that these people have is too much agreeability. Uh, One of the five dimensions of a personality is the agreeability. If someone is agreeable, they would pretty much are, um, you know, very compassionate, very caring. They say yes a lot of the times. They think about others. They want to help out. Um, they're, they have a lot of empathy, they're empathic, and, um, they're really friendly and kind to people, but sometimes it's at the expense of their own, um, you know, needs and wants. It's at the expense of, of their mental energy. It's extremely exhausting to be sometimes a people pleaser. Now, a few let's say, sufferings that a people pleaser has to um, endure through being a people pleaser is, um, first of all, they say yes all the time, and they find it hard to say no. Now, uh, well, this comes after... This this is pretty much because of a lot of reasons. And amongst the reasons 
as to why someone would do this is one of them is being um, raised in an in an environment that is abusive and an an environment that exploits uh, somebody's own uh, choices, somebody's own uh, freedom to do uh, whatever they they know that is good for them. Um, whenever somebody is prematurely limited over what they want to do because of the potential uh, bad consequences that may happen if they don't satisfy their parents, for example, or their circle of friends, or their co-workers, or their boss, it tends to be a nerve-wracking nightmare to have to say no and to say yes, despite the fact that um, deep inside there is much resistance and much um, repulsiveness and a deep desire to say no, but also at the same time, these people are just not able to just easily spit no out. So it's really painful to uh, to have to say no to them. This is their point of view. This is their perspective. Okay. Another one is that they are afraid of exposing their negative feelings negative feelings such as sadness anger frustration um anxiety and fear tend to be uh suppressed by the people pleasers they tend to want to be joyful joyful happy uh ecstatic they tend to be happy joyful and ecstatic over what they want to do to others over how uh, good the uh, outcome is going to come from their uh, work to others, but it's not as much to them. Um, They want to be angry. They want to... They wish they can be angry. They wish they can freely express their resentment and anger and frustration and sadness. Sometimes when something is deep, deeply uh you know disturbing them but they find it extremely hard because a big reason why this happens is the abusive environment they have been raised in and an abusive environment would totally prohibit any kind of uh, negative feelings uh, especially the ones that will dissatisfy the 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 ones in the the dominant the dominance in the hierarchy so that is that is extremely painful they will either prohibit prohibit any kind of bad feeling that the uh people at the top of the hierarchy uh you know uh refuse or they will Except they will either prohibit any unacceptable feelings or accept any um, unaccept, uh, you know, they will accept any feelings they don't want to express. So it's like it's really contradictory. Like 
They prohibit someone from expressing their fear, frustration, sadness, and anger. But they will accept um, the joy, excitement, and and uh, happiness that's uh, always that that must always be there. It's like positive feelings are always sacred, and no bad vibes, so called, are allowed. And that's very toxic, and that's very um, not so humanistic to think about it. Somebody being themselves and they're trying to be human is is they're they're trying to explore and to have a right of an ownership to all of their feelings because all feelings are neutral and they're never gonna harm anyone whatsoever. They're just gonna be a temporary uh, expression of feelings that's that's just gonna you know. Um, leave and it's only a short period of time but that's a way to relieve oneself from potential stress because suppressing feelings usually backfires and turns out to be something like imagine if you were drinking a cup of water like a whole gallon of water and then you're gonna have to keep it in your body for the the next two hours you're gonna explode obviously you're gonna have to go to the toilet or something you know you're gonna have to release that liquid somehow you're not just gonna leave it in your body and just expect everything to be okay it's the same for feelings you don't expect them to be uh you know internalized all the time and expect everything to be back to normal no somebody's gonna explode it's a it's a time bomb eventually if they're not released Another sign that someone is pretty much a people pleaser is that they tend to be a bit too empathic. They tend to, um, a lot of the times, put themselves in the shoes of others and how others feel and not as much for themselves. And that is exhausting to have to think about what someone else feels or how someone else thinks all the time it's just it's it's a huge consumption of mental energy and um emotional energy the amount of thought that is put into this effort is is extremely tiring and too much for someone to handle but um to be an empath is a good thing but too much of it can be a bit harmful because you can be um, exposed to abuse if you are too empathic. If you know that that person, you know that person may seem nice and tolerant and kind to you, and all of that is just superficial. But if you, if you constantly just put yourself in their shoes every time they tell you something happened to them, or every time they ask you to do something, and you you find yourself automatically putting yourself in their shoes it's really just exhausting you know you don't have time for yourself you don't have time for your needs for your emotional needs and emo- and and physical and emotional and spiritual wants and needs and that's totally something tiring you know okay uh shifting gears to another um 
symptom that a people pleaser suffers from is that when it comes to achieving goals, they tend to kind of, they don't really want to do this, but they kind of have to um, achieve the goals that someone else wants for them. And I'm going to put for them between quotes because it's not necessarily good. Let me explain. So, I don't know if you followed the series Handmaid's Tale, but I'm not really extremely feminist, but I'm just saying that one saying that um, June said was um, better is good for some, but it can only mean worse for some. So, imagine this. Your parent or your older sibling or your partner your spouse or your colleague or even your boss has a vision it doesn't necessarily have to be for you it can also be for them but they kind of um make it sound like something that is totally perfect and a total utopia for you the people pleaser and they make it sound so legitimately too good to be true and you just you you easily fall for it and i'm going to talk about that in the next uh, in a moment but um and they tend to want to have this goal that is so perfect to them that is picturesque to you and now, as a people pleaser, you find yourself wanting to achieve that goal that you did never chose for yourself in the first place. You never decided to act on it. You never decided to put up some plan or some sort of um, steps to reach it. And now you're being presented with a goal that you, quote-unquote, have a duty of achieving. You never really wanted it in the first place, but it seemed to be so utopia-like that you are impressed by it and you are now seeking for ways to achieve it. This is very, very dangerous. And, and someone as a people pleaser, someone having to go through this is allowing themselves to be stepped on. Because then they have, they don't have a say to themselves. They don't have a word. They don't have a defense mechanism, a healthy defense mechanism they can use to uh, to stand up for themselves and argue against this goal because they never wanted it in the first place, and they want another goal to achieve. But now it's like they're presented with this goal that they have no choice but to achieve it. No, life is not just like that. Life is not just about that, you know, it's not just about pleasing whoever imposes their goals on you. You are the one responsible for your own life, people pleaser. Be aware of the kind of people who do this to you because they just want to project themselves onto you. They want to see the unachieving, lazy-ass part of theirs um, projecting on you and making you represent their lazy, uh, useless couch potato self that 
never really works to achieve their own dreams. So they tell you to achieve their dream because they find it easy to tell it to you instead of them achieving it. So let me just put it this way. Your folks tell you about something they've always wanted to do, but now they're too old to do it. And they they don't just mention it once. They mention it once, twice, thrice. Every time they get the opportunity to talk about something, uh, future future goals and objectives, they they will, you know, that this happens every time because you know how predictable they are. And so what they will do is they will mention this goal every single time they have the opportunity to whenever a kind of conversation that involves future and objectives and goals uh, involves such topics, they will seize the opportunity to mention it to you. And it's kind of like trying to convince you of going, of taking that path, which you never really chose for yourself in the first place, but it's kind of like trying to persuade you to it. And they don't even just mention the goal. They mention a lot of people who went through that path. And they try to compare you to others who've already been there and 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 ha- who have had a lot of uh, good times and who have succeeded and everything to make you feel as though you're small and to make you feel like you want to be there as if you're missing out on the opportunity of becoming like those people. But in this life... We were never created to become a copy of someone else just because someone achieved some kind of a dream of theirs. Because people have different personalities, they have different characters, they have different temperaments, they have different circumstances, different financial, emotional, spiritual, and physical circumstances that allowed them to go different paths. So you are not a doll that is supposed to be controlled and manipulated into going certain paths because these people think that they know what's best for you. And I'm going to quote this very last expression, what's best for you, because fuck that. None of those words is true. The only thing that's best for you is what you know for yourself to be true. And you know what's best for you. Only you know what's best for you. All right. Okay. Another highly likely sign of a people pleaser is that they find themselves easily impressed by things presented by others. This relates to the previous uh, sign or symptom or call it whatever you want. But this relates to the previous idea. And the and the idea is. Well, because you find yourself a lot of the times compassionate caring and you put yourself in the shoes of others a lot of the times it doesn't okay so putting oneself in the shoes of others doesn't always necessarily have to mean that they're gonna feel always the same way others do it can just be as simple as looking at things from others perspectives instead of theirs so when it comes to objectives um, as a people pleaser, you tend to look at that goal or objective or thing that you never chose to achieve but have to from their perspective, not really yours. And then because of the way they put it to you, because of the way they uh, envision it in front of you, because of the way they um, 
entice you to it, you then are easily impressed by it. You are easily um, into the whole thing. You now like it. You totally you find it fascinating how this thing actually is, which you never really chose in the first place. You never really thought about it. But then here you go. Something presented to you. It's like you have no choice but to do that. You have no choice but to like what is presented to you. And you gotta have to do it. People pleaser, wake up. You don't have to do this. You do not have to do this every single time you're presented with something you never really chose for yourself in the first place. People pleaser, don't be afraid to say no. Don't be afraid to critically think about each and every situation that is presented to you. Weigh the pros and cons. Weigh the advantages and disadvantages. You know, and decide which is more important to you and only to you because nobody knows what's going on in your head. So as long as you are strong enough to say no and you're strong enough to stand up for yourself and you are strong enough to decide for yourself what you want to do, never be afraid of just not being impressed. Never be afraid of showing some kind of dislike when you genuinely dislike something. When you genuinely also may dislike someone they want you to get married to because you just simply don't like that person okay just don't make it too hard on yourself just make it easy as easy as just saying i'm sorry you think that way i appreciate your opinion but i really don't think that way i'm not gonna waste your time with a bunch of blah blah blahs and I'm just gonna mention my opinion real quick. Ta ta ta. These are my points. There you go. If you are convinced of what I just told you, thank you very much. If you don't like what I said, if you disagree, I'm gonna do what I decide for myself. And that's easy. Just you have to be assertive with what you say. Don't be passive aggressive. Don't be silent now and five minutes later exploding and don't also be aggressive immediately don't don't just curse and yell and just say things that are inappropriate at the moment you just keep your calm with a firm voice and just say what you need to say be a rational human being don't involve emotions in this of course they want to involve emotions in you they want to incite and entice and spice up those emotions in you they want to see the how do we say it how how does three days grace always say that yeah they always want to bring out the beast from you don't let them see that beast hide it okay tame that beast tame it control it say what you want to say in very rational and reasonable ways that deliver the message all you gotta do is just deliver the message you have no responsibility over nobody's feelings actions thoughts or problems and this is a personal right i'm going to talk about in the personal bill of rights i will be talking about this i don't know which episode but i will for sure just 
wait. I appreciate your patience. So yeah, that's it for this idea. The next idea is, is that they seek, um, they'd like others to like them back, simply put. They like to be admired by others. Okay, nobody wants to be invisible in this world. Clearly, okay? Clearly. Everybody wants to be noticed at a time or another. At a minute or another. It's everyone's it's everyone's goal eventually. But sometimes it's arrogant to always seek that drug of being liked by others it's uh sometimes it's too low of a goal to seek why is it that in someone's life it's a goal for us to work hard on to achieve which is be liked by others What's the point of um, standing out in the crowd, being unique, yourself, your authentic self, original, being you, being the best version you can, if you want others to like you? Now, let me say this. People have different opinions over everybody else, okay? People have different reasons why they might want to like someone or dislike someone. There are people who are going to like you, and there are others who are just not going to. You don't have to force it. You don't have to neglect it. But you really want to be the middleman here. Look at yourself as what you are doing now. And like Jordan Peterson always said, it's in his book a 12 rules for life one of his rules i rem- i forgot the number but he says this compare yourself to what you were yesterday not to someone else you you are today if you compare yourself to how you were a couple of years ago and you see yourself now and what kind of transformations have happened you may look at it as a period of time where a percentage, let's say, for example, 20 people liked you and 30 people disliked you. 30, 20 people liked you and 30 disliked you. Okay, and just, let's just talk numbers, not percentages. Comparing between then and now, let's say 23 people liked you and 15 hate you. So it's not always proportionate sometimes it fluctuates between the amount of people who like you and the amount of people who don't sometimes you find yourself disliked by so many because of the way you think because of the way you may describe yourself as knowledgeable i don't know because of the way people find you superior To them, I'm not going to put superior between quotes. I don't like to label people or things. But just saying. Just saying. Some people dislike you because 
you are thinking for yourself once in a lifetime. Some people dislike you because you are too much of a pushover. You're easy to convince. You're way too easy to impress. You're way too easy to uh, win an argument with than to lose it with you. You're way too easy to dump. You're way too easy to have emotions wrapped up all over you. Or let me put it another way. Wrapping all over you. And you can't control them. You have nervous breakdowns faster than a car starting an engine and winning a race. You see, it's it's painful. It's totally destructive to have to live this way. People pleaser, wake up. Please. Stop doing these. Stop being. Stop trying to live your life trying to please others. People pleaser. I'm sorry to um, call you like that. But what you're doing essentially is killing you. What you're doing essentially is killing your personality, your authenticness, your originality, and it's killing your potential best version of yourself that you can be, that you can someday be, that you can compare yourself to one day, and, and you can see how much proud you are of yourself. Why not be proud of yourself, of how you are and how you will be once you reach that level in the future why can't you say no when you need to when you really want to why can't you just say why can't you just be unimpressed for once if you don't like something and just show those people that you don't like that person or that thing and you show your reasons and if it's and if it's their problem that they want to start a fight with you because they somehow find you rebellious when you disagree. It's their fucking problem. When you show up as someone able to stand up for themselves, say no, and genuinely express what you want, genuinely express how you feel over things and people, and... Be there for others when necessary, not too much. That is that that it overwhelms you and consumes you and just drains you unnecessarily. If you can just slow down a bit and just think over what you have been doing and what you can do and just try it out just try these things out once twice whenever you get the chance you will see that you will gradually but surely become closer to yourself i mean come closer to yourself you will get to know your authentic self by each and every step of the way. 
you will stop wearing this mask of trying to please everybody else. You will stop this false self from developing within you and destroying every single aspect you once were and wearing a mask of a stupid value system that is fucked up, that never works for you, that you're totally against, and that makes you feel and keeps you a people pleaser. Just one last time. Wake up. Alright, folks. That's uh, all for today's episode on the people pleaser and what kind of um, syndrome, uh, I mean, symptoms they may suffer from. Um, This has been a wonderful experience, you guys. I appreciate every single listener uh, out there. I appreciate uh, the listeners from Tunisia, United States, UK, South Africa, Belgium, Germany, Algeria, Emirates, and the upcoming countries. Thank you very, very, very much for being there. I will pretty much um, be sure to upload more episodes, hopefully more uh, frequently. Um, And I appreciate your patience with me because... I know I said I will make this episode about this, I will make this episode about that, but it seems that I haven't yet. Well, I'm planning and organizing the episodes as it suits. So, every single time I record an episode, I know my listeners out there feel uh, better at least. I'm hoping to spread awareness of how important it is to talk about these topics and how uh, we must be aware of this kind of um, educational material. Psychology remains an, an extremely important aspect in our lives that we should cherish and we should respect. And it's something that really saves a lot of lives and, you know, just helps people. In any way, shape or form, help is always good. So I thank you very much for your uh, loyal listeners uh, listening. I really hope you can subscribe to my podcast for future upcoming episodes over topics like these. I appreciate your likes, comments, and shares. And your participation really, really lightens up the mood. Thank you very much and see you in the next episode. So, the episode has ended here, and you can guess this is my goodbye speech. (laughs) No, just kidding. I hope you found this episode insightful to some degree. You can always like, comment, favorite, share, and even subscribe to this podcast here on Anchor or any other platform like Podbean, Stitcher, Spreaker, Acast, and others. I would also appreciate your support for a very small monthly fee if you'd like. If you have any topic suggestion, question, or some kind of feedback you'd like to share, don't hesitate to send me a brief voice message on the Anchor uh, webpage of the podcast. I will take care of it. To conclude, this was Self-Evolution Regardless. I'm your host, Maramber Horma, and I will see you in the next episode.